Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of All Your Favorite Fans Suck. It's me, your host, Jesse Blaze Snyder. How you fucking doing? I'm super excited to talk about this band, one of my favorites for more recent years. I mean, not not that much more, but they're a younger favorite band of mine uh, who have really fucking earned their stripes and then some, uh, led by uh, singer and writer um, Gerard Way, who um, impressed me coming into comic books and doing some really great work demonstrating how savvy and cool he was and i forget what the chicken or egg was here for me discovering them i know that it had a little bit to do with my siblings um i i I, actually now that i'm thinking about it i seem to remember because of the comics i was like let me give this a shot um and um and i checked out the black parade is that right because I think they, I'm not, I'm not okay, I promise. I think came out when I was a VJ. I don't know if I interviewed them or not. But I think we were playing that. So I knew about that. And I liked that, okay. But I don't think I had like gotten into it too deeply. And then I think after the comic stuff, I got into it a little bit more deeply. I seem to remember trying to turn on my siblings and finding out that they were really big fans as well. Um... Or maybe it, you know, I'm just having trouble with the with the memory because I feel like they had influenced this on some level. Maybe it was that I had mentioned the person that they he was writing some comics, whatever, and they they told me about the Black Parade, and then I went and I got it. That might be the the genesis of it. You know, it, it's really cool when you have younger siblings because you get a whole other generation's music. My um, my brothers, Shane and Cody, are five and seven years younger than me. So, you know, when I was 25, they're 20 and 18. And my sister's 15 years younger than me. So when I'm 30, she's 15. So I've like always had a, a sort of like a little bit of a finger on the pulse of the different generations. And now I have kids of my own, you know, so they turn me on to shit. And uh, it, it is a wonderful thing. It's, it's like the only thing that I really skipped over was the 80s because my dad was a rock star and all those people kind of seemed like peers. And I'm not really a big fan of sex and drugs and rock and roll like that, the excesses of most of the glam material. I'm a big 70s rock guy, I like music with substance. And um, holy shit, the substance behind uh, My Chemical Romance and Gerard Way's writing is just, ugh. It's, it's so deep and meaningful and yet still fun and charming and not overly serious in like the wrong ways. And I mean, there's so much thought that went into the album that I'm going to mostly focus on today, uh, you know, to start uh, the black parade, which is where I believe you guys should just listen. And I believe that if you're somebody who remotely appreciates a goth tale told well, like a nightmare before Christmas, if you enjoy a nightmare before Christmas, yes, this is a bit more rocking and 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 there's a bit more going on. But the dynamics and the things here, it's very operatic. Um, it is also punk and metal and and the mix of all of my favorite things, which tend to be marginalized. And uh, please, I, I I I pray that somebody is turning this into some wonderful musical right now as we speak. The Black Parade, because it just it 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 needs to be um, fully told. And I, I've looked into various behind the scenes things at, at various times and uh, been elated with uh, different details and information. And I'm not going to give you what little pieces that I do remember because I, I just, I'm such a, I'm so shit when it comes to, when it comes to like information that I find relatively superfluous. Um, you know, I, I remember a bit about, you know, what the genesis of the album is about. And I mean, you can really tell what it's about just listening to it. I just, you know, kind of, uh, I'd watched a little refresher or something of just like listening to somebody break some of the stuff down. And, um, you know, it's, I guess really what I would, well, I mean, this isn't what he said, but what, what I would say, you know, it comes down to, it's an album about life and death. And, uh, in the beginning of the album, it's basically this dude finding out that he's going to die and then having to, come to peace with all the aspects of his life and how he got to where he is 
um, because he has no other choice. It's really cool. I, you know, I have a, 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 an idea that I've, I've wanted to um, write as a comic book for a long time called Falling. It's basically about this archaeologist who's got a fear of heights, um, who goes into this cavern to unlock this thing that he's been searching for, you know, and, and he's really a lab guy. It's difficult for him to go and do this in the first place. And he unlocks this door, and it basically it's a trap door, and he falls, and he never stops falling. And he falls into this huge chamber um, of, like, sort of clouds and these flying... Uh, you know these like weird flying monsters and um, and it's and it's in different hues and he has to in order to break through the layers of this infinite sky he has to overcome all of his fears and all of his um, sort of blockages and difficulties that he's had in his life and each time he does he breaks through to a new chamber of this infinite fall but the fall is designed to force people to go within and figure their shit out and this similar mechanism here of just you find out you're dying and now in this short period of time you have to bring yourself in for you have to figure out all these things because your time is running out um and that's an even more condensed you know I'm dying. I, I have a month. I have a week. I don't have. I don't know how much time I have. I need to hurry up and figure all this shit out. So, this record is amazing and tragic. It'll make you cry a lot, but it's charming as hell and uh, really just dynamic as hell. I mean, just there's there's so many different vibes and um and and styles being showcased within this this story it's so clearly trying to say something and tied together and cohesive it's it's really lovely uh their record before this um or i should say they have two records before this and their first record is definitely them like testing and figuring it out and it's not great there there's a, a song on it that i will recommend or two maybe um, but, um, that record was like the beginning of this thing. It's called, I brought you my bullets. You brought me something or other. It, it's, it, it's not bad. Uh, and, and honestly, if you listen to it, like without listening to my comic romance, you'd be like, wow, what a interesting up and coming band, you know, let me know when their next album comes out <laughs> because it's, it's, there's some really interesting stuff there, but like, it's not. It's not what they will become with their next album, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, which is really fucking awesome. Um, and I'll, I, 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 for, for Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge and The Black Parade, I recommend that you just listen to the whole record straight through. They're awesome. Um, in the case of Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, it's not as clean and well-produced and well-crafted as The Black Parade is. Um, the Black Parade is your entry level to My Chemical Romance, absolutely. But then you're going to want to go and listen to Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, which is fucking great. Um, and as is the case with these um, things, you know, uh, they only actually have four albums, but, you know, three albums is like generally my requirement for um, getting yourself onto the list of one of the greatest bands of all time that isn't being sung enough. And um, the follow-up album to The Black Parade, Dar uh, Danger Days, The True Lies of the Fabulous Killjoys, is quite fucking fun and cool and interesting. And it's not as awesome as Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge and The Black Parade, which is, I consider to be, The Black Parade is a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge is not a masterpiece. But it's it's great. You should listen to the whole thing. Um, and maybe listen to the whole thing with like some lyric sheets out. Or do it on YouTube where you have the lyrics there. Because the lyrics are a little hard to hear on that record. And just like the Black Parade. Um, what's his name? I keep... Uh, I, I always forget. Uh, Gerard Way. Fuck. He's really... He's really great. Uh, I, I am a studier of the great writers of... of, of freaking all time i love shakespeare and uh, beowulf and uh you know and i like i i understand that's i know a lot of people struggle with that material or whatever is you got to think a little bit less about it and extrapolate <laughs> and then you can enjoy reading shakespeare 
um, you know, be like, I'm getting the gist of it, <laughs> you know, and then you, you, as you read again, the ones that you appreciate, you'll, 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 you'll get more, but whether it's, you know, film or uh, television or comic books, novels, I really try to read up and, you know, at least, you know, like in novels, fictional novels, I, I read a lot of nonfiction, but uh, fictional novels, I'm, I'm not as well read, but I will dip my toe in the water of anything that I'm really, you know, turned on to as being particularly wonderful because, you know, I want to know what's going on. You know, I'll read a, uh, what's a Mark Twain novel just so I have an idea who the fuck Mark Twain is, you know, if you get me. As somebody who is a fucking appreciator of great writing, dude can write. Gerard Way can write. Both as a musician, his stuff is so dynamic. It's it's like it's almost like a little too, uh, or at least it was in the in the earlier incarnation. Uh, you know, like uh, three three cheers for sweet revenge. It's a little rat a tat tat, and um, so is the I brought you my bullets. I mean. He will dip into one melody and then he will not go very deeply into the melody. Like, like he won't work out the variations of the math that are possible with the melody. Because when you're writing a song, essentially, you go like, um, da 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 So all we did right there was we played with Dot, 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 dot. Where else could we take it? How about dot, 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 dot. You know, it's it's just about switching up the the thing. You know, like like so. Usually speaking, you have like four stanzas or or, or, or four measures of like the, the the little thing that go by. Here's the one bit. There it is again in a different variation. Here it is in a third variation, and then here it is in a fourth variation that has larger than life splendor. You can do it in different ways. You know, it's surprising sometimes when you uh, when you do well. Often people do it like on the third, uh, the third hit instead of the fourth. So you go da 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 You know, like something like like it's hard to just kind of make up like a concept like this. But you know, it'll get really complicated in that little third piece. Um, or, and, and people doing variations, you can surprise people by doing it at the beginning. Or you can surprise people by doing it in the second one because that's not done as often. Um, or you can surprise people by splitting it in half and then having the melody change completely in the second half, you know, which I do in a song called uh, Love Story on... Um, on uh on the the slip record that i put out uh it, it goes uh, in the in the chorus um it switches into um uh, just a completely different melody essentially halfway through and actually it wasn't even my idea it was the idea of my, my co-writer uh, andrew Baluki, who just kind of kept going what else what else you got <laughs> like can you do more? can you do something could it switch there could it change there how about something else and i like i gave him like fucking 60 ideas and then finally, like six, 61, he went, oh, <laughs> and, and, and it ended up two completely separate melodies. So look at how much effort went into like, all right, we're going to make two separate melodies. Gerard Way, the way he like tends to write, period, each one of those four is like a different melody. He, 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 he sometimes he will like have them like so pressed up against each other. It's impressive. Um, because each one of those things sort of could have been milked, could have been milked for more, but he's not milking anything. He's throwing everything at the the wall, and largely, I think, oftentimes he's letting uh, his uh, his lyrical ideas guide the way for him, and uh, and perhaps some of the musical progressions and changes that the band is making, which are maybe uh, being are rather quick and and giving him a tendency to have to write these quick melodies and these quick changes but even when something like that was happening for another band that might do the same thing where they're playing a lot of changes in the in 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 the the, the bit it's generally still like in the same place uh chord wise or whatever so the the a normal vocalist would just write sort of a plain part that matched over all of the things or changed a little bit, but not like the way he changes his cadences and his deliveries. I mean, it's really, it's, it's impressive. He, he's fucking impressive, man. He, he's, uh, he, he's a, a golden cow, uh, that Gerard way, uh, you know, the, the comic book uh, shit that he wrote. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people have watched umbrella Academy. That's the comic book, or at least one of the, he, he's worked on a few things now. I, I, I've only 
been able to read a little bit of his stuff, but I've been impressed every time um, with how much thought is going into everything. That's the biggest thing. So much love is going into his material. I'm I'm just constantly impressed. You know, I, I I just I'm somebody that really believes in that as an artist, like that you put as much love into what you do as possible. And he is clearly putting a lot of love into it because things like character designs getting promoted ahead of time for a book or something like that. That's not always done because most of these books aren't done like that. Some of them are. The bigger high-profile ones, you know, are given a little opportunity to whatnot. But he's got books with all these characters, and he's like, oh, look at all these different characters, and these are the different character designs for them because we wanted to figure them out and make sure they looked cool, they looked right. And comic books is a visual medium. The Hulk, that green and purple, it pops out because you have to know color theory why it fucking pops out so good. I mean, you know, just just there are certain colors that will go together and certain vibes that um the work aesthetics that work really well on covers and will sell your books and having your characters well designed for the eye of the market oh my god so huge uh you know at the very least when they go look through the book you know that these characters pop out and uh, are striking to them and they go oh who's that i want to know who that is and um and and that's just shows love and so much fucking love has gone into I mean, I think every song that he writes, a lot of a, a lot of love goes into into all of them, and and that's not to say that I love every song that he does, but um, th- there's some great material here. Uh, the bulk of their material is pretty fucking impressive, um, and um, and uh, and and they kind of release like a fifth album in pieces as an EP. Um, I would say it's maybe my next least favorite uh but has some great stuff on it that i listen to often um and they've got a couple different uh little singles and bonus songs here there and um cover songs that are phenomenal and i'm going to point you to so let's get the ball rolling and go through this mother in 2006 the black parade came out track one on the record is the end dude finds out he's dying it's awesome the fucking end is awesome. The track after that, Dead, is even better. It's, uh, you know, him basically realizing, you know, like, I'm dead. I'm gonna, I'm already dead. I'm dying, and this is, you know, well, the next track is This Is How I Disappear, which is like a lament. But Dead is like this uproarious rockin' tune. <laughs> you know, so... Like I said, uh, it's so good. It's so wait. I just gotta hear more. The ending of your life, and if you get to heaven. One of the wonderful things about My Chemical Romance is that they are not afraid to utilize background vocals. And the background vocals are noticed and appreciated and fucking awesome. There's so many great back and forths because he likes to tell stories and it makes all of the stuff that he does very sort of operatic and, um, what's the word? Uh, theatrical, uh, it, 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 a lot of uh, it's you know kind of show tuny or whatever in a way. Uh, you know, I I think my father's been turned on to them. I know he would love them so much because that's so much he loved the storytelling of uh, stupid show. My dad he likes fucking heavy metal and show tunes, <laughs> musicals. That's what he likes because he's a choir boy. So funny. He makes fun of me for liking Genesis, and he likes fucking, you know. <laughs> I can't name a lame enough. I mean, every play that I can think of is like, that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> I don't really like plays though, mostly, but he likes fucking plays. Guys and dolls or shit like that. Um, but yeah, but obviously Gerard Way loves that shit too. And and it and it it's it's so it's so well done. This record is so well done. Um I went through, you know, on my Spotify, I have every track on this record on my Spotify. Um, track uh, four is The Sharpest Lives. That's a cool one. Uh, not one of my favorites from this record, but they're all cool and they're all dynamic and they're all different. They all have something to say and offer to the story that's here and have memorable words and, and lyrics. And, and, and it really, this album is like a 
fucking chillax, put this on and just enjoy what you've been given. And go and watch some of the music videos too for this because they are beautiful. I don't know if they've made a video for every one of them. Uh, I, w I wish that they did because it's just such a nice thing to to sit and enjoy. I mean, I mean, I, I, this morning I just like, I started with like, I'd been listening a little bit earlier, just sort of uh, look at around earlier in the week, but um, but really this morning I was like, I'm just going to listen to those three records that I'm going to talk about today. And then I realized there was a few things that I was, I had missed, the, like in EPs and stuff, so I dug into some of that stuff too, which there was some cool things. Dude, my chemical romance, if I can rule my school. So track uh, five on this record is the Welcome to the Black Parade, and that is just... You want to watch a video, if you like music videos, go watch Welcome to the Black Parade. It's beautiful, so cool, so well shot, so deep, meaningful, made me cry. I, I was, I just, I dig it so much. I love that there's great visual representations to go with some of this music, which just is so deserving. You know, so often there isn't some great music video or great thing that gets made for some awesome song that you love. But uh, there is for some of this stuff, and, uh, and it's great. It's just as great as the songs are. Um, song after Black Parade is I Don't Love You. That one's sad and, and not one of my, my favorites on the record, but, um, but it's, uh, it's worth your time. Again, like I said, just, just, you know, put, put, put this whole record on. You're going to have favorites from it. You're going to have songs that you're going to want to listen to over and over and over again. Um, like perhaps Welcome to the Black Parade or Dead. Sorry. The end's great too, um, or House of the Wolves or House of Wolves, which comes out after I Don't Love You. House of Wolves is great, uh, and then comes Cancer, which I don't know. How does Cancer go? Yeah, Cancer's the the chillax one. Cancer's very pretty, and it's a piano piece. The the vibes on this record, you know, a lot of the influencers are like the Ziggy Stardust switch over for David Bowie and. Um, uh, uh, the record that Bohemian Rhapsody comes from for Queen. Uh, I forget what that fucking album is called. Um, but uh, but they were very influenced by that. I mean, come on, who doesn't love Bohemian Rhapsody and some of that beautiful operatic rock and roll that came out of Queen during that time? Um, you know, most people have heard Bohemian Rhapsody and like nobody can deny. And this album tries to do that same stuff and does it absolutely in its own wonderful way and uh and 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 gerard way's voice is fabulous it's interesting he has a little bit of a quality of like some of these beatles but he's got this like youth to it and this i don't want to call it any sort of like whininess or anything but it's like it's just sort of pitched and 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 screeches in a wonderful way in the right ways in a painful way that is is haunting on so many songs and and it's just cool and uh textured and, and wonderful on others you know when you're seeing a character on a stage you want to feel their character and their voice you don't want just this perfect here i come to save the day you know like it's just <laughs> you know like that's like becomes parody when, when you have somebody who's got character in their voice like that's just so wonderful uh, and um, and there's so many different styles on display here. So many different ways that you see his voice displayed, and he's really he's great. He's great. I, I, I'm 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 so impressed by him. He's he's he's, he's fucking fabulous. Um, next track after Cancer is Mama, which is one of the best tracks on the record. Mama. Um, it's got this great. Uh, there's lots of cool little uh, sound effects and things that like set up this vibe and and whatnot. But there's different vibes on the record for different songs, and this one, um, talking to your your mother. It's really in particular, you know, something you wouldn't expect from My Chemical Romance. Here, I'll let you listen in a second. We all go to hell, Mama. And wishing you well. I try not to play like songs like too long or whatever because I just I worry I I just I don't want to get like um, held up for copyright things or whatever. And technically speaking, like I know that I can get away with it because I'm like doing it for the purposes of journalism and like trying to whatever. But I don't want to have to fucking fight with them. So you know, forgive me when I'm like you know I'm just like singing it myself or whatever if I feel the passion to do it. Um, and I'm like only playing like a second of some of these things. Um, but uh, I. I I just don't want to start, especially because they use AI and shit to just sort of like blanket search and stop 
uh, videos and, and different content. So I'm just trying not to get myself held up for any stupid copyright claims. So then I have to like re-edit videos and uh, uh, shows and stuff. So I don't know. Forgive me. If anybody knows better than I know, you can write me at jesseblazesjessesnyder.com and uh, I will play longer clips and stuff because like I, I, I'm... I, I'm, I know what I can get away with legally, but I don't want to have to fight about about it every time. So I don't know. If anybody knows, write me jesseblazesjessesnyder.com. Um, if you agree with some of my things, you want to tell me how fucking awesome I am for doing the show, you can write me. That's nice. I like that. If you want to write me and tell me that I suck, you can do that too. I mean, but like, I, you know, please don't. <laughs> I mean, you can, I guess. <laughs> How about constructive criticism? Could we go with that? That would be good. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, do, 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 do. Moving down this list, uh, After Mama, which is great. Like I said, completely different vibe. I just wanted to like show you the, you know, just kind of the, the weird vibe of that tune. Uh, there's uh, Sleep. Uh, Sleep is a, a cool one. Again, not one of my favorites, but a, 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 every song on this record is great and wonderful and meaningful especially worthwhile to the whole song i i listen to every rec every track on this record listening through the whole thing because it's that worthy of doing it but i listen to mama a lot i listen to house of wolves a lot i listen to welcome to the black parade a lot i listen to uh, this is how i disappear dead the end a lot um, but everything's great. And the next track, After Sleep, Teenagers, I listen to that one a lot. If you haven't heard this song, it's so freaking great. Gonna clean up your looks with all the lies in the books to make a citizen out of you. Because they sleep with a gun and keep an eye on you, son, so they can watch all the things you do. Oh my God, this song's so awesome. Let me, let me go right to the chorus for you guys. Let me play it for you. Let's see. They say the teenagers scare the living shit out of me. They could care less as long as someone will blink. So suck out your toes, I struck a violin post. Maybe they'll leave you alone, but not me. Fucking awesome. I love that song. Um, that's like one of my favorite songs ever <laughs> on a short list i it's a, such a great rousing anthem i love a great anthem i was written uh, raised by an anthem writer so of course a tune like that really appeals to me um it's so good and the video for it i just watched it before i, I came out it's a great one track after that's called disenchanted that's also a great tune very meaningful and the last track on the record is a favorite of mine from here famous last words great one they got a video for that too uh and then there's a hidden track called blood which is short and there's like a bunch of empty space if you're on spotify or whatever else so you gotta kind of fast forward through or whatever but uh it's great it's like a something you imagine would be sung in like when they're drinking with Billy the Butcher and the gangs of New York or some shit. Give me blood, blood, garlands of the stuff. Give me all that you can drink and we will never get enough. So give me blood, blood, blood. Something, something else. Make a fuss. I don't remember. Okay. So the next record I want to talk about is Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, their second record. This one's awesome. The only one that I don't have uh, saved on my Spotify is Interlude, which is like a minute-long ballad little sad thing. It's cute, but it's just not a favorite. The first bunch of tracks on this record, Helena, Give Em Hell, Kid, To The End, fucking awesome. They're all awesome. I mean, I'll just like play some of the intros to some of the things you can see, the dynamic vibes. This album isn't as dynamic, I mean, sorry, yeah, well, dynamic, as Black Parade, and isn't as cohesive, but very cool. And, like I said, I listen to this whole record all the time, it's really good. But you'll hear, the production is much um, dirtier, and uh, I do recommend you check out these things with, uh, one, listen to Black Parade first, uh, two, um, check this out with the lyrics because like I, I did it once a while back not for like every song but like for a lot of the songs that I really loved um, because I was like noticing certain lyrics I was like what is he saying there what's he saying there because you know it was like get me 
you know, I was curious because I was, but what I was hearing was so beautiful. I'm like, well, I don't understand the rest of it. And uh, it's worth it. To the end, I love this song. fucking awesome i love this song to the end i this time i i noticed the lyric and i don't even know if i'm interpreting it right but i heard i've heard it so many times and this time i went does he mean to say because he says his elevator only goes up to 10 um when she's not around I, I i'm not sure exactly what the lyrics are like but she's not around he's always looking at men or whatever but his elevator only goes up to 10 i never realized what i think he means by that is like he only gets hard for tens he needs tens my elevator only goes up to 10, which if that's what he means, that's a really cool way to say that. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's what he means, but I think it's a really neat line. <laughs> and uh, I was just like hearing it going, is that, what, is that what he means? You know what they do to guys like us. What is the fucking full title of this one? Guys like us in prison. Again, you hear this fucking totally different vibe it comes in. You know, I'm just tempted to play like a lot of just little intros to you guys so you can see what dynamic stuff they do. You know, don't view them as just some like little like emo hardcore band or something like that. Uh, you know, but like they really they really do some interesting stuff. I'm not okay, I promise. If you haven't heard that song, it's one of their their bigger hits. You know, that's like the one. It's I'm not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. You you bring me down or whatever. It's such a good one. You probably heard it. Um. Anyway, great tune. The ghost of you that is after that is also oh awesome. Uh. After that, you've got the the jet set life is gonna kill you. Uh. Not as strong as some of these other ones but a great tune as well then there's the interlude which I, I skipped over but when you listen to the album it's just like a little thing and it's 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 cute it's sweet it's just like a little like slow moving to get anywhere thank you for the venom hang them high and it's not a fashion statement it's a death what is it it's a death wish yeah um all very cool tunes um, but my favorites, uh, r really like two more of my favorites are at the end of the record, Cemetery Drive, and I never told you what I do for a living. Um, Cemetery Drive is just like, let me get like a little deeper. I want to get you that piece. That's right. Here it is. This is transition. You got to hear this. So good. And uh, the last track, which I just love the title too. I never told you what I do for a living. <laughs> Skip ahead. So many freaking changes like it's it's really like it's mind boggling um, the way he he writes and how much is like going on in his brain. I mean, his ADHD is kicking at, for the betterment of mankind. It's awesome. Um, seriously, this record. Great. Just like go fucking digest the whole thing and enjoy. Um, after that, my third pick is Danger Days, The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys. This record is so vibey. It's like a little simple to its detriment um, in some of its execution and some of its uh, bits, but um, still generally pretty awesome. I think I've got like seven or eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. No, wait. I'm back on. I'm on the Black Parade. <laughs> Danger Days. Now I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine tracks here. So um, they're great. And some are better than others, but some of them are some of my favorite 
tunes by them. The intro, Look Alive Sunshine, is great. You know, it's really great to listen to this record with the intro, Look Alive Sunshine, into Na Na Na, which at face value at first seems like this sort of like annoying, like whatever, like poppy, but it's fucking awesome. It's so fun. It hits so hard. It's just like... This album just has like this effervescent kind of heartbeat to it, and it's really solid. Bulletproof Heart is good, but not as great as Na 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 and some of these other ones. Sing is really solid. Planetary Go is really solid. Um, like, like really good. I listen to those guys a lot. Um, Na 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 is just super funny. I love that one. Uh, the Only Hope for Me is used. Really cute. Uh, I sent that to a friend after I listened to it. You know, it was, it was a really good one. Um, also, Party Poison is a, is a fun one. Um, going down at the record i mean save yourself it i'll hold them back uh i didn't i don't have it saved on my spotify uh scarecrow i don't have it saved on my spotify but they're they're pretty solid tunes um they just don't excite me the way some of these other ones uh do there's another track in the middle of of uh, party poison and the only hope which is again more like radio chatter kind of stuff which is fun like you know this record's really fun and you can put it on and and, and check it out and listen to it and um you know these some of these tunes that I'm skipping over here. You might enjoy uh, very much so, um, but uh, some of them don't just don't quite do it for me. Uh, Destroya does. Uh, I don't know what track it is on the. It's like the fourth to last track on the record. Destroya is awesome. The track that comes after that here, I'll, I'll play Destroya. So a little Destroya. Yeah, Destroya. Destroya. Can we get Destroyer playing? Should I skip ahead? Destroyer. See, I'm worried about the copyright claim shit. Let's skip. Let's skip ahead. Tune's fucking cool. Um, Destroy is great. And then the last track on the album, Vampire Money, is so fun. It's got a great little fun intro that's like a little bit of a parody of uh, Sweets. Um, this song's great. Called Vampire Money. Awesome. You get to the, the hook and... Give me, give me some of that vampire money. Come on. Um, and uh, anybody who works in the music industry knows what they're talking about. So this record's really, really generally lovely. And it has some highlights that are exceptional. Uh, it's a great record. Uh, that's why it's one of these three, you know, greats of all time. It, it's it's very fucking cool. Um, it's just not quite as awesome as the previous two. But it is excellent and worth your time and i'd recommend that one afterwards the next thing i guess i'll talk about real quick would be like one they have all these um records when you go on on their like if you go on their spotify um life on the murder scene is just an a live album version of three cheers for sweet revenge the black parade is dead is a live album version of the black parade uh may death never stop you is a greatest hits of all of their stuff uh, from the previous uh, albums that they've released. And then The Black Parade, Living With Ghosts, is like a... Is that a Greatest Hits too? Oh, no, no, no. It's just a, a re-release of uh, The Black Parade with a bunch of live stuff uh, for The Black Parade stuff on it, um, which might be a cool place to uh, start as well. Um, but uh, that's like, you know, it seems like they kind of have a lot of records, but really it's The Danger Days, The Black Parade, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, and then that first one I, br I brought you, my bullets, um, which are their records. But there is more buried within the singles, if you go below, um, that have been released in weird ways. Uh, the first thing I'll point to is this kind of an album where they, they released five uh, EPs, all 
numbered. One's number one, one's number two, one's number three, one's number four, one's number five. And each one has two tracks on it. Um, on the first record, Tomorrow's Money is really great. And I recommend you checking that one out. It's on number one. On the second one, I recommend Gun. It's pretty awesome. It's the second track on number two. On the third one, I recommend The Light Behind Your Eyes. It's a really pretty cute uh, tune, like a ballad kind of track. Um, again, I think that's track two on uh, the thing. Track two on all these, these guys is pretty solid. Uh, number four, though, Kiss the Ring and Make Room are like two favorites of mine. I love those ones. I've re I listen to those all the time. And um, track uh, number five, I, I didn't care about those guys enough but I, I only listened to well I, I had listened to because because I had I had listened to some of this a while back I guess kiss the ring and make room so I guess no I guess I had listened to this and uh, this would be my second time listening to it and I didn't really it didn't grab me but what is that one two three four five you know so five tracks off this uh, this this record here that I really dig oh and actually I didn't talk about the first record here um I only have one thing saved on my Spotify from the I Brought My Bullets, You Brought Me Your Love. It's called Vampires Will Never Hurt You. And Vampires Will Never Hurt You is also on the Greatest Hits record, May Death Never Stop You, that uh, they have. But um, they also have a song called Fake Your Death and Honey, This Mirror Isn't Big Enough for the Two of Us, which is a great fucking title. Um, their titles are great. And his lyrics are great, but I, I just don't love these songs and that's track two on this record honey this mirror isn't big enough for the two of us um and uh a later track i don't know where the other one comes from um, i don't know maybe it's like a single or something that other one on the greatest hits what is it called it's called fake your death fake your death hmm. i listened to it the other day Oh, maybe this is a new one for this record. It could be. Oh yeah, I like this guy. I'm adding this guy to my uh, to my bit. That's right. Okay, cool. So it's just, honey, this mirror isn't big enough for the two of us. Is another one, and I, I seem to remember liking that one. Okay, on um, I brought you my bullets, but uh, let's see. This just got a great title, honey. This mirror isn't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> All the things that like, like that puts in your mind of like egotistical people fighting with one another. Um, they've, they've put out a couple singles. The Foundation of Decay, I didn't really care for. Um, I was more recent. But they put out an EP called the Mad Gear and Missile Kid EP. And I highly recommend it. I love all three of them. Uh, it's definitely more like raucous and like punk and, and kind of irreverent than some of their stuff. So if you're like me and you like punk and you like metal, you like harder things and things that are a little bit like, yeah, seed of the pants, uh, all three of these were great. I, I really like them a lot. This is FTWWW. Yeah. So thank you to you, actually, my audience, because I, I didn't know about that shit until I was, you know, just looking into it for the show today. So me getting to bring this to you, I realized there was some awesome My Chemical Romance that I hadn't fucking heard. Yes. All right. Um, oh. There is a Black Parade B-side that's fucking great called Kill All Your Friends. Heaven Help Us is also good, but Kill All Your Friends is great. Kill All Your Friends is really good. It's like, give me... Give me. This song's so fucking good. So good, so good. Should be included on the regular album. It's so good. Um, okay, last thing is there's two great cover songs that they're kind of known for. One of them they did with a band called The Used, which is a pretty cool band. Not as cool as them, but uh, they did a great job on this cover together. It is a cover of Under Pressure by Queen, and it's awesome. Um, but better than that is a fucking rip-roaring rousing as hell cover of desolation row 
from Watchmen. And I don't know if this was uh, freaking Scott Snyder's idea or was it Zack Snyder's idea to get them to cover this song. And like, because this is a song that he might have like edited to. And I mean, Desolation, this, this song, it's just, if you've ever heard the original and like that they turned the original into this, I mean, like I love Dylan, but like, oh my God, it's continuing the streak of people covering Dylan and making it better than Dylan. It's so fucking good. I like, I need to jump out of my seat. I'm headbanging. We're getting into it. We can't help ourselves! Ah! They need some place to go! Desolation Row! Fuck yes! Fuck yes! By the way, can I say that I have like a seizure when I'm here, like and like talking about music that I like, and like I'm left, I have to say lyrics. I'm slightly dyslexic, and I like uh, I flip things around sometimes, especially numbers and like words. If it's like rhyming words and, and things like that, I'll, I'll just sort of like flip them by accident if I'm not paying attention, and it's made me kind of neurotic over like the past like decade and a half of my career. I've ended up doing like a lot of covers, like doing like various little nights, like just kind of keeping my voice warm when I wasn't playing with a band and, and different stuff when I was just like doing more like writing for TV and shit. And um, I always just like, I fucking lose my mind because I want to honor the bands and I want to get their stuff right. And I'm a writer and I'm just like, you know, it means so much to me to have like my words honored. You know, I want to honor other people's people's words. And, uh, but my, like, I don't have the memory like that. Like, well, I, I do have a really great memory like for, but it's like, structured things you know like there's tons of shit that i can remember uh for freaking forever and i mean like i can remember my own songs that i write but lyrics that other people have written it takes it takes a bit for me to really like commit that stuff to to my mind and i, I and i'm not a big lyric guy i'm a big melody guy i'll get into lyrics secondarily um but um for me it's the melody's got to be first i got to love the melody of the music and how the music feels and how the music makes me feel so, um, you know, that's like something that I tend not to notice. And then I have to go in and like study and like get it all right. And then when I'm here and I'm like sharing with some band that I love, I'm like, does this like discredit me that like I don't I'm sorry that I don't remember. all. I'm just I'm not that person. I wish I did <laughs> so that I could always be like honoring everybody and getting every lyric correct. But um, but yeah, you know, I, 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 I love, love, love my chemical romance. They are just the shit. And, um, and I think they definitely get respect in certain circles, but they need to go down in history as a great band that absolutely had and has something to offer. I don't know if they're going to continue to do things, but you know, that last kind of record that they put out, it had some great stuff on it. And uh, I certainly think that Gerard Way has plenty more greatness in him and the band together. They really, they have a unique blended sound it's dynamic it's interesting uh and it has inspired so many i think uh certainly inspired me um you know uh, really uh, the, there's a record that i did called blacklight district and uh it was an ep it's this comic book uh mixed with uh six songs and each song has a comic book that goes with it i did it with some of my buddies like really big names in comics too phil hester and eric larson did colors and uh chris Eliopoulos uh for for one of the books and uh and then jason pearson got rest his soul who passed away did one of the books green it was all inspired by comic book stuff and you know meant to be this kind of opus love letter to comic books and um and to you know science fiction and fantasy and 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 also to the real world and how major these science fiction comp concepts reflect the real difficulties that we're all in in a world on the brick of war and civil war and all this other bullshit hyperbole that they try to put in our minds but the stakes are real it's our lives and our children and all that stuff and and uh, you know it was records like this that inspired me to do it records like the black parade that inspired me to uh, make it so i'm going to send us out today with a um with a track from that record um called symptoms it's the opening track on that record uh but i'll say again you can write me at jesseblazesjessesnyder.com uh please listen to the show every monday join us again um and um and then if you're a geek culture guy like me 
Go join me every Wednesday and Saturday for Coolest Geek Alive podcast. And join us again next week for another fabulous episode of all your favorite bands fucking suck. Anyway, this is Black Lake District Symptoms. There's something in the water. There, there's something in the air. The proof is all around us. It's not a matter of time. Sure as the blaze in your eyes. I sense a subtle shift. Instincts I can't resist. Weary of wolves in disguise.